Hello and welcome to the Rock and Roll Football Podcast. I'm Matt Ford and the noise you're about to hear is... Carl Donnelly. Oh, what a voice you've got, <laughs> it's, mate. It's all right. It's, it's a bit nasally, but that comes from a... Uh, a I was born with a deviated septum. Um, but you're kidding me. I never knew that about you. Yeah, I, had it, I actually had it semi-repaired last year. Um, I've, I had my right nostril opened up surgically. But um, but that's what gave me my natural nasal, slightly deep tone. Do you know who else had a deviated septum? Famous person, politician. Um, Talked about it. No. Funny voice. Labour politician with a funny voice. Labour politician, funny voice. Last ten years. Miliband. Yes, bang! Yeah, ding, 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 ding. <laughs> yeah, had a deviated septum. Ooh. Has he ever had it fixed? Doesn't sound like it. No, well, I, my voice hasn't changed since I had it fixed. I was worried it would. I was worried it'd open it up and I'd suddenly be like, hello! <laughs> Imagine if it completely changed. I'm Carl Donnelly. Yeah. Although you've got a kind of, you've got that nice, we talk about it in the show, a kind of um, bovril voice. <laughs> kind of lovely, <laughs> glutinous, meaty, rich voice. Thank you. Thank you. Oh, Thank you. And do you think the deviated septum helps with that? I think it um, just as my voice developed from yeah. child to man... Um, it, it probably did uh, just give it the, the nasal and deep nature probably helped each other along the way. This is great because th- the benefit you get, dear listener, of listening to... I mean, you may have listened to the show live. You obviously get this is what they call bonus content in yeah. the biz. Um, is you're getting this insight into the people that bring you rock and roll football. This is our all or nothing, but... It's behind the scenes. Behind the scenes. Now yeah. you know Carl Donnelly's got a deviated septum. Exactly. But One of our favourite normal comedians. listeners don't know that. still a That's secret. Right. All those mugs who only listen live. <laughs> they don't get all this stuff, all this gear, all this content. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. It was slightly Ray Winston, that? It was a bit, actually. Get your mobiles and laptops out. <laughs> yeah? Slightly yeah. slightly Ray? Yeah. Well, maybe you have got your mobile or your laptop out and you're listening to it on this because you can listen to the podcast on your tablet, your mobile device, your laptop. Yeah. Smart speaker, probably. Yeah. If you've got it linked up. I haven't got a smart speaker, have you? I, I, I've recently got one. Have you? I um, Basically, I bought one for my father-in-law as a gift uh, and helped set it up and played with it for about an hour and then was like, no, I need to get one now because they are good fun. Because really? you're cooking yeah. and then you just say like, hey, Google, can you play me um, some smooth jazz? And then it just starts playing like, playing you, Miles Davis, The Birth of Cool. And it just happens. So you can be cooking and chopping. You could have food all over your hands. Yeah. You don't have to ruin your... Your phone yes, or any yes, of that yes. stuff. And, or you could say, Google or Alexa or whatever the other brands are, play me the latest edition of the Rock and Roll Football Podcast. Absolutely. And it'll do it. If you do that, let us know and tweet us at R&R Football. Maybe film yourself doing it. Yeah. Google, film me asking you to play the Rock and Roll Football. <laughs> I don't know how good these things I've, are. Yeah, I've done it if they've achieved that level of Google, sentience. do the cooking yeah. while I... Yeah, I think it's probably limited, but um, I'm sure Elon Musk is on it. Enjoy the podcast. The Rock and Roll Football Podcast with Matt Ford and Matt Dyson. Rock and Roll Football on Absolute Radio with Matt Ford. And instead of Matt Dyson, who's away today, the fantastic comedian Carl Donnelly. Comedian, yes. podcaster, raconteur, <laughs> vegan. <laughs> oh, don't add that. We'll get texts. But by all means, text us 8 12 15 with whatever your favourite vegan food is. Oh, yeah. Or your views on veganism, which is more likely. If you want to go there, let's go there. <laughs> 
Do you think Carl should be a vegan? <laughs> if we put it to a public vote and you lost, would you eat meat? Uh, no, because that's not how your life works. You don't put your your personal life on uh, uh, to the public. Never trust the British public. That's my that's my yeah, dad always yeah. said. <laughs> In fact, don't text in. We don't want to hear from you. Um, here to preview a red-hot action, uh, red-hot afternoon of red-hot Premier League action, is the red-hot Cole Donnelly. The big story this week is news that shocked fans up and down the country as injury sees rock and roll football's own midfield maestro, Matt Dyson, sidelined through injury, making his first team debut in his place as South London's safest pair of hands, Carl Donnelly. Hey! Man City started the day licking their wounds after a torrid week in the transfer market, losing out on both Harry Kane and Cristiano Ronaldo. To add to their misery, Pep Guardiola stated this week that when his contract runs out in 2023, he doesn't intend on extending and is quoted as saying, I think I'm going to have to take a break. It turns out 13 years of having the easiest jobs in football (laughs) and moaning about them 24 hours a day have finally worn Pep down. Luckily, the fixture list has kindly offered up Premier League whipping boys Arsenal to give City something to smile about. City are currently four up as Arsenal continue their rapid decline towards being London's worst top flight team. (laughs) Elsewhere, London's new top flight darlings Brentford take the trip up the M40 or M1, M6, depending on time of day, (laughs) to Villa Park, where they're coming up against arguably one of the best bits of business in the transfer window. Uh, Danny Ings, who has scored in both his appearances so far. Mm. Brighton welcome Everton with with both teams as yet unbeaten. Good news for Brighton is that Neil Morpay, a player whose name sounds like an agent in a contract negotiation (laughs) meeting, is fit for selection after a shoulder scare. The Frenchman has scored two so far, so hopefully he will be adding to his tally. More news as it comes in live here on Rock and Roll Football. Yes! Get in there, Carl! Woo! Still a minute of the song left. Oh, no. Just let's talk about football. Yeah, let's do it. So you're a uh, Spurs fan? Um, as you could tell by the slightly anti-Arsenal vitriol there. And the, 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 the joy in them losing 4-0. Do you still see them as rivals? No, not at all. No, of course you do. They are still our, our most bitter rivals. But it is, you know, it, 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 they're no longer the sort of, the, the fear factor's gone. Do you know what I mean? It used to be, I used to hate the North London derby. <laughs> like, I loved uh, if we won or, or were competitive, but... In the, I, like, I felt sick for two days before and often two days afterwards, yeah. depending on the result. So now that's gone. I genuinely don't fear it anymore, as a, which is actually quite sad when you think yes. about rivalries and it's meant to be that sort of visceral and fearful. <laughs> wow. Hits it dead on. I've never seen a debut like it. Sensational. Matt, Matt and you. Rock and roll football. Ken's got gout. Big goals in the Premier League and the Championship. Carl Donnelly. Oh, we've got an equaliser. A derby for Forrest. Yes! Brennan Johnson. Oh. And if you'd have, if you'd have been on air when it happened, <laughs> you would have heard Fordy turn the air blue with excitement. Oh. oh! It would have been the end of Absolute Radio. Oh, man. It would have been the end of me. I screamed like a... What I mean, what like a liar. It was, yeah, it was big. Um, and obviously, oh. I did the same when City got their fifth. <laughs> Ferran and Torres um, really, really put in... Arsenal to the sword. Oh, man. It's humiliating for it Arsenal is. now. Word on the street is Arsenal fans are now cheering Man City goals because they've not seen any of their own. Oh, oh. so sad. It is brutal. 
We're sorry, Arsenal fans. I, Carl, I have to say, I'm a Forest fan, you're a Spurs fan. I did always have a soft spot for Arsenal during the Invincibles period. I thought they played beautiful football. Well, they did. And also, you know, you couldn't argue that Wenger seemed like a good guy and he loved football. Like, you know, he was yes. a good, he was a manager. I never, I never disliked him. You yes. know what I mean? I, it was it was the club and their fans and everything they stand for. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, but, uh, you know, it is, I, I do almost have a sense of sadness that they're, you know, they've fallen so far off, you know. Oh. Oh, man. Um, but it's great to have you here today. Cheers. Host of the TVI podcast. Yes. Which stands for... Two vegan idiots. And that's you and Julian Me Dean. and Julian Dean. So we've just got one vegan idiot today. Yeah, yeah. And we, it's that thing we never talk about veganism. It just <laughs> we both happen to be them. And we're quite unlikely vegans if people meet us, I think. So yeah. we sort of teamed up. Well, they then... shouldn't meet you because you're vegan. They should uh, veg you. Oh, no. Terrible. Works better in print now <laughs> um, than it does uh, on the air. Um... I guess I'm a bit vegan. Yeah, I mean, I technically really, not how it works. But I don't really... Like, yes, that's true. I don't eat much meat. I don't really have much yeah. dairy products. I think most... Do you know what? I think most people are starting to wind it down a bit. Yes. You know, they've watched a few Netflix documentaries. Yes, vegetated. Um, yeah, those sort of ones. And I think people have just taken a like 20% off their old... Often, or people are doing, like, meat-free Mondays and things. Yeah. Which is nice. Also, if you're having a, a, a dinner and you meet, have veg with it, and then that sort of like offsets it. Right? <laughs> so, yeah, that's how so, it like, works. Most of the plate is vegetarian, <laughs> so like you know, eighty percent of that is non-meat. So you know, you guys need to just compromise sometimes. That's true. I think I get to about six blocks of tofu a week. Do you? Yeah, I love it. What? Tofu, the firm smoked stuff. Okay, yeah, that's good. What do you do with it? I put it into wraps. Okay, yeah. So I make yeah. salad wraps for my lunch, and I'll just sort of yeah, cut just it into eat rectangles. It. <laughs> I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like a calippo. <laughs> <laughs> just freeze it. Yeah, yeah. Oh, man, it's good. Um, so we're talking about veganism today. Oh, we're not. We are no. not. I mean, I know we really we are now, Yeah. but that is not the That's show. That's the end of that conversation. That's the end of that conversation. You can download... Uh, Carl... <laughs> <laughs> Something's going to say porn. <laughs> you can download Carl's fantastic podcast. <laughs> but porn is also available for download <laughs> on the porn? internet. I was meant to say porn. Uh, okay, right. I thought you were just giving up people other options to what other they can find online. Available. Very adult things out there. Be very, very careful. Yes. <laughs> now, you may remember last week we launched our new game, Glory Hunters, instead of the Supporters Club, where we follow a different team each week. We're going to follow one club all season, brackets until they lose. We supported Wrexham last week. Here is the story so far. We want to get more involved in a specific team this season. So last week, we held a poll. Everyone voted, and Wrexham came out top. So we're going to follow Wrexham until they win. Then whoever beats them, we will follow them, and so on and so forth. If Wrexham go a whole season unbeaten, that'd be wonderful. Just let us know what it's been like for a Wrexham fan then over the last few years. Uh, has it been difficult? Uh, yeah, I mean, how long have you got? It's hilarious that you're going to you're going to follow us until we lose. So it might be short-lived. <laughs> <laughs> I was about to tell you that uh, Solihull Moors had gone one 0 up against Wrexham, but just minutes later they hit back. Through Paul Mullin uh, with a penalty, the penalty specialist, and then uh, David Jones has scored another goal for Wrexham, and they've gone from one nil down to two nil up in the space of about ten minutes. What an exciting team to follow! This is what the power of being backed by rock and roll football does. It gives you that extra ten percent in the legs. We've got a buzz off, but just to let you know, Wrexham drew, so we are following them again next week in Glory Hunters. That was last week. We are still supporting Wrexham this week and we're joined by Nathan Salt, host of the Rob Ryan Red podcast. Nathan, were you at the game last week? 
No, it wasn't. It wasn't. They scored in the 94th minute, so it was agonising for us because I thought we were going to get a rare win in Solihull, which never happens for us. But no, not to be. Uh, we we Wrexhamed it. If I can make Wrexham a verb, then we Wrexhamed <laughs> it. So it's going to take it. It'll take a while to to make that verb obsolete. I think all the money we're spending. But no, we Wrexhamed that one. So. We go again. And today you're playing against Eastleigh. What do you think is going to happen? I'm only a young man, but I feel like a naturally pessimistic old man with Wrexham. Uh, no, I, I've got us getting a draw again today, but I know fellow fans are a lot more optimistic. People on the podcast saying that we'll win. So fingers crossed there, right? And I am just need to I need to get on the bandwagon, I think. And, uh, Nathan, you, you say you're young. How young are we talking? I am 25, and Wrexham have been in non-league for 14 years. So, you know, my memory is not that good of good times, to be honest with you. OK. Um, well, that's that's pretty sad, um, Nathan. We want you to be happy, really. The good times are coming. They're coming soon. I just don't know. Hopefully this season. And you've picked us to, to follow us, and hopefully you follow us all season. And we, we have some sort of Wrexham Invincibles, which I get to talk about for many years to come. Is your um, podcast as upbeat as <laughs> your general sense you're giving us, Nathan? Far more upbeat. Just, far more upbeat just save the bleakness actual... for Absolute Radio. Yeah, save, my, save my bleakness for you guys <laughs> and the general public that don't know anything about Rex. And, and what would your prediction be t- for today? Uh, you know what? Made a big sign in Ben Tozer, signing League One. The I Ben think. Tozer? The Ben Tozer. <laughs> Brother of Faye? Of, <laughs> the Ben Tozer. But no, in all seriousness, that's a huge signing. You know, for anyone that doesn't know, that's you know, a, a captain, two divisions up the long throw merchant, the, the, the modern-day Rory Delap. So I think if he can play, then I think we can maybe win 2-1. I think that'd be pretty good. Away from home in the National League is always tricky. Like, you'll know, you'll soon learn that nobody's going to go and bulldoze in the National League, So especially not Wrexham, as we Wrexham it, as I told you. <laughs> uh, so it definitely will be that. But I think 2-1, and that's about as confident as you'll get out of me all season. Nathan, we hope you win so that we can keep following you next week. Thank you so much for joining us. Thanks so much. Thanks so much. The Rock and Roll Football Podcast with Matt Ford and Matt Dyson. If you are a Wrexham fan, text us on 8-12-15. Have you seen Ryan Reynolds? Oh, and Rob. Is it Rob McElhenney? I don't know how to pronounce his surname. No. It feels like something like from... You remember you used to watch things like Brass Eye? They always added an extra <laughs> syllable into a name. Like Peter Hanranran. <laughs> it doesn't... Because it'll be... You know what? With names like that, it's always really simple. It should be Rob McElhaney. Yeah. You go, yeah. oh, yeah, but it's got all these, like, L's and N's. I yeah. mean, we're both of Irish descent. Yes. These are the sorts of names that we, we should really know. The, the Shawshers. And the, those ones that have got all, like, oh. H's and E's and O's Siobhan. and G's. Yeah, oh. I-O-B-H? <laughs> what? <laughs> But, um, yeah, when it does, you do get used to it. But Rob, especially Ryan Reynolds and his mate, who's yeah, less yeah, famous. Yeah. Yes. If it's just Rob on his own, everyone would be talking about Rob. Uh, yeah, because he is still famous He's in his own famous, right. Yeah. He's created one of the biggest sitcoms in the world. Which, what was that? It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. Oh, Longest yeah. run in. I didn't realise um, he created He's that. a creator, writer, star... Um, he's a very talented man. Writes the theme tune, sings the theme tune. <laughs> yeah. Wow, good on him. Yeah. So they are, you know, he is, I'd say he's got a, a few quid in the bank as well. I mean, these Americans, you know, uh, they're all over the place. Tom Cruise is in Coventry and I Derby. I wonder if he went to the Derby Forest game today. Maybe he's putting in an offer for the club. Mission Impossible, what? Getting three points. <laughs> <laughs> the Rock and Roll Football Podcast with Matt Ford and Matt Dyson. Do you have a radio voice that you put on um, when you do your podcast? I don't, no. I've got, I get told I've got quite natural, nice tone to my voice. I think you have. It's you've got deep. 
It is deep. The word I would use, and no offence because you're vegan, is beefy. Beefy, yes. Yeah. Like Ian Botham. The He's got his life the rich. Business envoy <laughs> Australia. The naked from the waist down <laughs> trade envoy. So if you've not seen um, that photo of Ian Botham on social media... Yeah, don't, don't see it. it. It'll ruin your breakfast. Oh, it'll ruin your week. Although, if you're having breakfast, if you are having breakfast now, text us 8, 12, 15, and please explain why you're having it so late. You might have just woken up. Might have worked nights, mate. Let's not judge. That's so true. Yeah. That's so true. We don't all have luxury three-hour jobs on a Sunday, <laughs> mate. Saturday. Hey, hey. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> um, but as a Spurs fan, are you delighted that Kane has stayed and had, has it changed your opinion of him? I think... Uh, I am happy he stayed. I do think it got to a point where we were just at that moment where it felt like if another day passes, he's, he's gone too far. He yeah. needs to go. Because I, I understand him wanting to leave because, you know, he totally. is world-class... And I don't think we're at the at the stage of challenging for the title or, you know, we're not in the Champions League. But at the same time, as much as I'd respect his decision if he did leave, I, I love him and yeah. he would be dead to me <laughs> and it would break me apart. So I, I'm, I'm over the moon that he's staying because we've got, you know, we, we get the best of everything. We don't give a player to Man City of that yes. calibre. We keep our talisman. And he's going to score loads of goals. And you might win the Europa Conference. Yeah, the big one, you Ooh. know. Who who wouldn't want to win that in its inaugural year? I've tried to work up an impression of Harry Kane, but all I can do is, yeah, you know. Because yeah. <laughs> that's sort of like funny noise it makes and stuff. Yeah, you know. Well, he's got a little bit of a, he's got an overbite, isn't he? Yeah. He, um, my, a friend of mine, Niall, one of my old childhood friends, had a very, he's got a very similar mouth shape to Harry Such Kane. Such a funny, because he says, yeah, a lot at the start. Yeah, you know. It's great. I mean, a lot of footballers yeah, say that, yeah, yeah, you know, at the end of the day. Yeah, no, it's great, you know. At the end of the day, it's, uh, yeah, I thought we had a good game. You know, the gaffer had a word at half time, and uh, you know we went out there and done the business. You know, um, but Kane it's not is like just Jamie a red nap there. He went a bit towards yeah, the bit, end. Bit, you know, a bit airy there, wasn't it? Yeah, I've <laughs> <laughs> done a Harry red nap before. That's good. That's that's good. That yeah, not... you know, I think they had a good game. That's incredible. <laughs> I've never even tried to do it before. That's like magic. <laughs> yeah, well, I thought they done well. To be fair to him, you know, you know what it is. I had a black coffee this morning, and yeah. it's just dried my throat out a bit. That's it. That's the yeah, Harry Redknapp. Redknapp. Yeah, we're cold on it. He's a great. All right, son. <laughs> well, what song we play next? Killers, is it? Matt, Matt, and you. Rock and roll football. We talked about Harry Kane. Yes. A couple of minutes ago, and how happy. Obviously, he's basically been forced to stay at Tottenham. So he has had some. You know, you went, sli- a grown man. What, you, you went slightly kind of press officer there. That was slightly <laughs> like, well, forced isn't the uh, right yeah, word. Let's not you know, use it's, that language. It's a, contract, it's a contract that Harry was happy to sign. Yeah, exactly. You know, don't sign up to that many years if you're not going to um, stick to it. Harry, if you're listening, stick to it. Um, so, text us on eight twelve fifteen. What is the worst place you've been forced to stay? I'm not saying that Spurs is the worst place that he's been forced to stay, but he obviously wanted to go to Manchester City to yeah. win stuff. Um, so we're going to talk about this in a sec. But text us eight twelve fifteen. What is the worst place you've been forced to stay? The Rock and Roll Football Podcast with Matt Ford and Matt Dyson. Ken's got gout. Goals flying in in the Premier League for Brentford and for Leicester City. Carl Donnelly. Brentford have taken the lead by Ivan Tony and over at Leicester. Who 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 else would it be other than Jamie Vardy? Ivan Tony's one of those people whose surname is a first name. Yes. Um, who else? Harrison Ford. No, that's two surnames. That's, two that's the opposite. <laughs> <laughs> wow! I've they never should swap. Thought they of should it. swap out a name. Is what I'm saying. You should have Ivan Ford. Yeah. And uh, 
Tony Harrison. <laughs> Tony Tony? Tony Tony, that'll do. Someone um, in Ivan Tony's family must be called Tony Tony. Ivan Tony, I feel like he's... Has he been around for ages? Or is it, am I just... I think it's one of those names that feels old. <laughs> it feels familiar. Like, um, when you hear, like... Who was that so- that band? You know, Athlete. Like, all their songs sounded like they'd been around a yeah, long time yeah, even yeah, when they yeah. were new. <laughs> Probably a reason but, for that. Um, but um, it was... Uh, yeah, Ivan Tony. If you know anyone who has two, a, a first name for a surname or a surname for a first name, do let us know. Yeah, 8, 12, yeah. 15. Maybe you're one of those people, like Neville Neville or Harrison Ford. Neville Neville doesn't count. That's a totally <laughs> different ball game. That's a whole new category, isn't it? <laughs> You've just got two of the same name. Oh, yeah, and if you know anyone that's like a double, like Steve that, Steve or Dave that, Dave. Yeah, I, don't, I, th- I reckon that is so... I reckon Neville Neville is one of... One in a million. Maybe... Possibly uh, more. May, yeah, I think. If you know a Tony Tony or Steve Steve, if you are... If you've got any sort of like first name or surname thing going on, where your first name's a surname, your surname's first name, or you've got two first names or two surnames, <laughs> if you've got any middle names, text us on eight twelve fifteen. We're talking about the worst places you've had to stay after Harry Kane was forced against his will to be paid loads of money to stay at Tottenham Hotspur. Um, text us on eight twelve fifteen. The worst place you've had to stay. Obviously for him at the moment, it's Spurs because he'd rather be at Man City. Carl, what's the worst place you've had to stay? I was thinking, I think the worst, I remember I once went to Norwich for a gig. Beautiful place. Beautiful city, Norwich. But yeah. um, I was, uh, the, the hotel had been organised for me. Uh-oh. Uh, and I was with the comedian Holly Walsh. Fantastic comedian. Fantastic comedian. And we went into our separate rooms yes. and it was clear what they'd done is had a double room that they'd put a wafer-thin bit of plasterboard down <gasps> the middle to create two single rooms. Uh-oh. And like me and Holly could have a conversation at this level in our separate rooms. <laughs> it was unacceptable. Like it was only it was only hotel where we basically decided to not stay there by the end by the sort of part of, down the line in the evening we were like this this is not on. I don't you couldn't even like you'd be snoring and waking up the person in the next room. It was that bad. And it would feel um You'd be able to hear everything they were doing. Everything. You couldn't Not, have a phone conversation. You couldn't, you, couldn't, you couldn't break wind without them. Exactly. Sneeze or burp or whatever. Yeah, it's not on. So I also once stayed in a hotel in Delhi... Yeah. Uh, me and my friend were travelling around India after my divorce because I'm a living cliche. And Holly Walsh is uh, in the room next door, <laughs> burping and but, trumping. But um, my mate got really bad uh, food poisoning and we were sharing a room oh, and he was God. laid up for three days in Delhi. <laughs> and the hotel we'd, we found, because you just sort of travel around India, you just find places. And we found this hotel that was so rough. And my mate had food poisoning. He was like, he felt like he was at death's door. Yeah. And a, a rat ran over his head. <laughs> <laughs> While he was in no! bed. No! Like, not just a rat ran across the floor, it ran over his head. Oh, that would destroy me for life. <laughs> that was, he must have, well, what, he must have screamed. He did scream, and but he also was incredibly weak uh, from, from loss of fluids. So he, he basically screamed but didn't have the energy to really, you know, jump up. <laughs> and I found it hilarious. Yeah, it was brilliant. I mean, if you can beat that, text us on 8, 12, 15. <laughs> getting basically some gastro issues in Delhi and a rat running over your face. Ken's got gout. Massive oh. goals in the Premier League and the National League. Carl Donnelly. Aston Villa have instantly equalised wow. uh, through Buendia. But even bigger news is Wrexham have gone ahead. Come on! <laughs> yes! Um, oh, I forgot who scored. Jake Hyde. Jake Hyde has scored. Um, so now, you know, we've got a lot to celebrate. We've also got loads of texts. Jake Hyde sounds like Jekyll and Hyde. He does. Um, yeah. he's, a, he's a real Jake and Hyde player. <laughs> Which one's the good one? Dr. Jekyll's the goody and uh, Hyde's the baddie, right? Mr. Hyde, yeah, he didn't, because he didn't get his uh, doctorate Didn't degree. he? Never got his PhD. No, man, he's just Mr. 
Yeah, and he'd have been struck off for what he did, I guess. Um, absolutely. Can't imagine the British Medical Council uh, looking kindly upon the way that he uh, carried on <laughs> back in the day. Um, we've been asking you, well, two things, really. The worst place you've ever stayed, and if you know anyone that's got a surname for a first name, first name for a surname, or two first names or two surnames, some of these are incredible, Carl. Amazing. Uh, but I think my favourite uh, is um, uh, somebody is... Who's this? Is it um, Graham uh, from Peterborough? Says, the mighty Peterborough United have a player with three surnames slash first names, all names interchangeable. They've got a player called Johnson Clark Harris. <laughs> Sounds like a sort of law firm, doesn't it? <laughs> Johnson Clark Harris. For all your legal needs. <laughs> you know those ones that you got on, like, local radio? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bartier, best solicitors. There'll be people really in Nottingham now who, like, recognise that. Do you remember, like, local radio adverts from your youth? Uh, not, well, I, I grew up in London, didn't I? So, you know, there wasn't really... Everything's that. national. We don't listen to local radio here, mate. I remember, because they would then... F- there was that thing on... I don't know if they still do it on local radio, but they'd have to cram in the small print so fast. Oh, yeah, yeah. Carpet Mania, Croker Street, The Meadows and Harley Road, Radford. <laughs> have you ever <laughs> seen American adverts or heard American... They have the longest terms oh, and man. conditions... And it's all like the adverts, just, burr, burr, yeah. hey, dear. And then it goes, <laughs> and, like, and you just catch words that sound horrific. Like, I mean, cause internal bleeding. You're like, <laughs> it's an insurance policy. What? <laughs> Matt, Matt and you. Rock and roll football. Carl Dunley, we've yeah. had some amazing messages. Oh, I did, I, this one, I, you know, I, I think needs a disclaimer. If you're if you're eating, this might be problematic. Yes, or if you just don't, if you're a bit squeamish. Yeah, Tim in Yorkshire, he's got in touch. He said, "I knew of a girl who got drunk on a Hindu in a dodgy Spanish resort, fell asleep on a lilo, having eaten a kebab, to be woken <laughs> by a friend in the morning informing her a cockroach was eating kebab debris that was stuck between her teeth." <gasps> Between a cockroach eating out of her teeth. There's something so post-apocalyptic oh, about that. Yeah, it is. It's something you'd see in um, uh, The Walking Dead. Yeah, or have you ever seen Threads? No. Dyson and I talked about this last year. It's a, it's an, you've got to watch it. It's a British film that deals with um, what if a nuclear bomb went off, basically. Yeah. And basically society disintegrates. Language, basically gets phased out because people like revert back to medieval times yeah, and they yeah. can't speak properly anymore. It's a really, really dark film. Not the sort of thing we should be talking about half three on a Saturday, but then <laughs> we are talking about a cockroach eating kebab meat yeah, yeah. out of a sleeping woman's teeth. Oh, but that's the I sort of thing. I would rather be like, dead if that cockroach was eating out of my teeth than alive and wake up and learn that information. Yeah, it almost feels like a sort of proverb, doesn't it? Like, you know, vultures know when people are going to die in the desert and they kind of circle. <laughs> um, it's like that. It's like when the cockroach is... It's almost like a Cantona. When the cockroaches eat the kebab meat out of your teeth, you know you are dead. The Rock and Roll Football Podcast with Matt Ford and Matt Dyson. One of the worst places I stayed in the last few years was a hotel in Stafford that Ooh. I booked through the internet. And I thought... Oh, it's quite cheap for what it is. I thought, I'll go there. I remember, I, was on, I think I was on the phone to Paul McCaffrey, another comedian who's a friend of the show, and um, as I was coming towards this thing, it looked like an old kind of warehouse or prison. It looked kind of slightly like um, the start of porridge, like Norman's <laughs> down New Fletcher. Anyway, there was a guy, and I said to, I was on the phone, I said, God, this guy outside looks really dodgy. So I think this might be some like Young Offenders Institute. So I sort of walked past the guy, gave him a wide berth, and he went, Hello, mate, you staying here tonight? And I said, uh, 
Oh, um, I think so. Yeah, he went, oh, I'll show you to the room. He worked there. I was like, Oy. oh, no. <laughs> anyway, he walks me through this corridor. He said, oh, you're in, like, the other wing. <laughs> and it was, like, concrete steps. And it was, like, I was like, what was this? Was this an old thing? He was like, oh, yeah, I think it, like, was part of a prison or something. I was like, oh, my uh. God. Anyway, the door was really light. You know, there's really cheap, like, plywood yeah, doors. Yeah, I was yeah. like, that's not going to keep anything out. Anyway, I was like, oh, cheers, mate. You know when a bed when a room is just an odd shape? Yeah, yeah. It was like square at one end, rectangular at the other, and then like triangle. I was like, what is this thing? And then the toilet and um, um, shower just in a cubicle that was in the room. Oh, that's the worst. So the ceiling was really high, but then there was just this separate kind of cubicle. It was all like, what is this? Like they made it out of old Lego bits. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, okay. And then I was like, the pipe... Is that? He said, oh, the windows, they do they throw stones at them at night. I was like, what? There was like a stain on the wall. I was like, what's that? And then um, he just kept chatting, going, yeah, so do you like the room? I was like, yeah, it's fine, yeah, yeah. I said, anyway, um, that's great, thank you so much. He went, yeah, 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 because obviously, you know, people, this is like one of our nicer rooms. I was like, oh, my God. So, um, yeah, you'll, uh, he says, we do get some strange people staying here. And I was like, all right, no worries. I'll tell you what, I might just... Um, that's right. Yeah, I mean, yeah, the toilet's just through there. Yeah, the, um, the shower's there. Wouldn't take any hints. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's... Um... Did you ever do... I didn't go back. Did you ever do a gig? I just booked uh, somewhere else and didn't go back. Didn't I go, really didn't didn't I, what, go back. You left instantly. I left. I rang Ed Gamble. Oh. Another comedian was like, Ed. I don't know what, I think I just thought he's a really sensible guy. Yeah. He said, don't go back. He said, just go back, get your stuff, leave. Don't even mention it. Just book oh, somewhere else. Instant checkout. That must be a... They must take that personally. But I didn't even... No, because I, did, I thought they might chase me. I didn't want to say, <laughs> I'm checking out and them go, who do you think you are? I just said, oh, I'm just nipping out with my suitcase. And I <laughs> just never went back. Um, there used to be a gig. Well, there's a gig called the Belfast Empire. Famous yes, gig yes, in Belfast. Yeah. They used to put you up uh, in a quite a well-known dodgy hotel around the corner. Yeah, that I've was stayed a, there. That was above a, what is essentially a student union yes, bar. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, I know a comedian. It was a comedian, Matt Green, was once doing yeah. it. Yeah. His room door didn't lock. Uh, and he just was asleep, and a bunch of students ran in. <laughs> no! <laughs> they managed terrible. to break into the hall, the, the, the halls of the hotel, and just went on this rampage, and his was on one of the open doors. Oh. So he just had kids run into his room while he was just trying to sleep. No, I can't live with that. If you got, if you can beat that, text us on 8-12-15. Ken's got gout. Big goals in the Premier and National oh. League. It's <laughs> Everton have gone ahead uh, through Damari Gray. Um, elsewhere, West Ham have taken the lead with Pablo Fornals. But beat the biggest news of all, Jake Hyde gets a second, putting Wrexham 2-0 up. Wow. Oh, We are glory hunters. He cannot up. stop scoring, that boy. AJ in Buckinghamshire says, lads, I went to school with a guy called Christopher Christopher. I, that can't be true, can it? Calling AJ a liar? I, Live yes. on the air? <laughs> um, have you seen the one from Jen where she says, our, sur this, our surname is Ralph. My husband, Mark, refuses to admit it's a first name. What? We, we were watching James Bond once, and he actually said, I think it's really weird when people have Christian names and surnames referring to Daniel Craig. I just looked at him in disbelief. Of course Ralph's a first of name. Of course it is. Like, and, like, the first name of one of the most famous fashion designers of all time. Yes. Ralph Lauren. Yeah, I know. I, was like, for I can see I your I eyes go, and it's like, Ralph. Ralph. <laughs> <laughs> We've been asking you today, if you know someone who's got a surname for a first name, first name for a surname, two surnames, or two surnames, or two first names. We're now talking to Mark from Plymouth. Mark, you sent us as a text. We haven't told people what it says yet. Tell us this story, because it's incredible. 
Well, I used to be uh, a manager of a bakery to, uh, here in Plymouth, and um, I had uh, a guy, I was a manager of a hygiene crew, and the guy who I used to work with, he was called William Williams, <laughs> and... And when he retired, we took on... I, I didn't actually take him on. My, my counterpart took him on. But he was actually called Thomas Tomas. <laughs> <laughs> we also used to have a guy who was blind in one eye. He was called, he was called Frank Frank Davis. And honestly, he, was, he, he, would, he would not... He would actually say to him, right, right so Frank, so what's the F for? He'd go, Frank. And he go, the F? He'd go, yeah, Frank. <laughs> so was it was it a middle name or was it like a double, a hyphenated surname, no, Frank Davis? No, no. His name was Frank. His middle name was Frank, <laughs> and his last name was Davis. <laughs> That's incredible. So why would his parents? Did he ever say why they gave him the same middle name? I I have no idea. But uh, we we always the first one breaks down. With, he's got especially spare. With, especially with Bill Williams, we used to we used to say that his, his parents weren't uh, didn't like him very much. <laughs> <laughs> You've known so many people with double names. <laughs> but yeah, we had three. Yeah, we had William Williams, we had uh, Thomas Thomas, and we had uh, Frank Frank Davis. Mark, he was, uh, he, he was blind in one eye. Wow, I mean that's uh, so, <laughs> it's a lovely detail. Yeah, it's a heck of a well. detail that you've given us twice. <laughs> Is he okay though? Uh, yeah, as far as I'm aware, he's, he's fine. I, I haven't, I haven't uh, been in the bakery for years and years and years, but apparently he's fine. And do you? Um, what was your favourite thing that they sold in the bakery, just out of interest? Oh, uh, uh, really, we used to do um, uh, mashed potato made with real cream. So, yeah, we used oh. to sort of... Me, me and my counterpart used to sort of sneak in and get a load of that. Wow! This story's got everything. <laughs> Three guys with double names, a guy who's blind in one eye, and a mashed potato cream thief. <laughs> you need to pitch this to Netflix, Mark. <laughs> I, think, I, I think we've got a winner. <laughs> The Rock and Roll Football Podcast with Matt Ford and Matt Dyson. Hi, Matt. My name is Anthony Lee. My work email is displayed as Lee, comma, Anthony, so I often get sent emails to Lee. It drives me nuts. Oh. Which, I mean, it is, it's an understandable mistake. You should probably just be a bit more flexible, mate. Well, equally, the people who sort out work emails... You know when you get an email from mm. a different thing, it's like block capital surname... He's like... Don't arrange it like that. Just put the person's name. It's easier for everyone. Yes. For it to be, rather than Donnelly, capital letters, comma, Carl, lowercase. Yeah. Just have it as Carl Donnelly. I suppose, yeah. I don't you think? I, I, mean, just don't, I just don't. I'm not that attached to my name. Do you ever get emails to Donnelly? Uh, <laughs> I guess Donna and Lee are both names. Uh, so you've no, got three no. names. Carl, Donna, Lee. <laughs> Has anyone correct. ever pointed this out before? Never, no. I used to get um, sort of Donna meat. People used to call me that. Uh, I remember suggesting, I was like, you should call one of the Edinburgh shows called Donnelly, and you're very kind of like, yeah, I might think about that. Like, <laughs> you must get that yeah, I'll just bat, it, just bat it away, just gently yeah. put it down the slips. We could be in a double act, like I could be Chips and you could be Donnelly. Oh, that'd be, just tour the, uh, <laughs> the sort of the working men's clubs of the old days. Fall asleep on a lilo and let a cockroach <laughs> eat from our mouths. <laughs> it's all going off. Some of these messages are absolutely <laughs> incredible. Um, so one of says the worst place I stayed was a hotel in Amsterdam which was essentially a room above a kebab shop there were rats in the room the bathroom was so small you couldn't sit on the toilet and close the door I caught scabies from the bed <laughs> um, have you seen the one because uh, obviously this is sort of similar to the cockroach uh, cockroach gate um, my dad was working in Belize and woke up with a hog nose viper sleeping wrapped around his feet <laughs> shell from Bristol <laughs> I don't even know what a hog nose viper is any viper's bad to wake up. I know I don't want to wake up with it on my feet. No. 
and or a, anywhere on me. No, please. Uh, Although I suppose in. if you actually had to pick a part of your body to have a hog nose viper on, you'd probably go feet if you had to. You would go feet. You're listening to the Rock and Roll Football Podcast. These exciting times in which we live now. For Dan, a few years ago in Thailand, they were not exciting times. <laughs> he said, I was backpacking around Thailand and found what was a reasonably pleasant little guest house. After a long journey, the first thing I did was have a nice, refreshing shower. But when I pulled the towel from the rail, there on the wall was the biggest spider I've ever seen in the flesh. Flesh and spider's <laughs> not a good combo. This thing was bigger than my hand. It was big, furry and grey. It was definitely a man-eating arachnid. I pulled a towel around my rid- midriff, because who wants their dangly bits exposed to a probably deadly giant spider? <laughs> Ran into the bedroom and called reception, expecting some sort of Thai version of Steve Irwin to step in and save the day. Two minutes later, a ten-year-old boy turned up and picked it up with his bare hands and plonked it out the window. I've never felt less manly in all my life, says Dan. <laughs> I don't care. If you're that scared of it, I don't care who gets it out of the house. Exactly, I'd just be relieved. Yeah, exactly. Also, I mean, maybe that's a conversation for next week. That'd be a great question to put to people... What's the least manly you've ever felt? Yes. Carl, does a, a moment immediately spring to mind and put no, you on the spot? I mean, here? any time I've had to do any house uh, sort of admin or car admin. Oof. Do you know when you take a car to a yeah. thing and you just know they could just make this all up? I've got nothing here to offer. All right, boys, there's it going. Yeah, I think it's the carburetor <laughs> or the chassis or something. <laughs> it's a bike, mate. What are you on about? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah you see the game last night. Which one? <laughs> The Rock and Roll Football Podcast with Matt Ford and Matt Dyson. Well, ladies and gentlemen, that was the Rock and Roll Football Podcast, and it's time now to say goodbye to everyone's favourite comedian with a deviated septum. It's <laughs> called on. Do well, any other comedians? Sean have? Walsh, a friend of ours, very funny comedian. He has a very QBR nasally fan. voice. Yeah. Who are the people that don't have a deviated septum? <laughs> he's um, he's like never had a deviated septum. <laughs> Um, he's, he's been thinking about getting it fixed and since I got mine he's now sort of jealous so he might actually get it done soon so you're, you're now an undeviated septum uh, pretty much it's sort of it's not it can never be 100% straight <sighs> but they have uh, they've opened it up enough that my right nostril is now functioning which how it wasn't before how do you take that news you know when they say to you Mr Donnelly we're never going to be able to get to 100% I mean to be honest having gone from 0% in my right nostril to probably 50% of usage. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's, it feels good enough that I'll take it. You're so brave. I know you don't think of yourself like no, that, but yeah, you're an inspiration. No, I do think of myself as brave. <laughs> <laughs> and you should. Carl, this has been a real treat. Thank you so Cheers, much for coming man. on. Thanks for having me. We'll see you soon. You can follow Carl on Twitter, at Carl Donnelly. At Carl Donnelly. So easy. And yeah. uh, just, just tweet him, hashtag deviated septum, <laughs> and uh, we'll spread the love. That lovely nose and yeah. the voice that comes out of it. Thank you. Bye.